Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, KT, and this is your horoscope for this week, October 23rd through October 29th, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast where, I don't know you, But it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then I report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be. And that is totally up to you, okay? Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Kitty, Jolene, AJ, Julia, Jenna, Kimberly, and Tara. Thank you. Thank you all for rating the podcast. And my reminder for all of you other listeners who haven't reviewed yet, you can, you should, and if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. So please review Misguided Astrology wherever you stream your pods from or tag us in a shout-out on social media and then reach out and tell me so that I know where to send your report. Just email your birth dates. Birth date, time, and location. Those are the dates to misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And I think that's it for my notes. I'm going to try and drop the audio from Starcrossed, the reality dating game show, or the, the reality, the astrology dating game show. You know what I'm talking about. On the main pod, so I guess look out for a new pod episode to drop on the Misguided Astrology main podcast. And that is on my notes. And so on that note, let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday. Oh, it's that time. The spookiest season of them all. It's Scorpio season. Look alive, look alive to feel dead inside, people. It is a little insane to insinuate that Scorpios are dead inside, considering that they feel so, so deeply. Which is the antithesis of death, is to feel, feel, feel. But... They are the sign of regeneration. So death is inherent, but so is rebirth. So look alive. Now look dead. Look alive. Dead. Alive. Dead. Alive. Dead. Alive. Dead. And that's the Scorpionic experience. We're all dead and alive. Each and every one of us. Dead and alive. Wow, baby! <laughs> that was my Ariana Grande impression. Should I do it? No. But nobody's here to stop me. <laughs> and that is the true nature of spooky season, my friends. But I digress. I'm actually kind of confused by the mixed messaging of Scorpios being a fixed sign, but also a sign of endings, which is very mutable, and a sign of beginnings, which is very cardinal. Fixed energy is sort of the sustained pressure necessary to truly establish something, the consistent effort required to actually get anywhere. But perhaps it isn't inappropriate to apply that concept to regeneration, to ending and beginning again. 
that there is an invisible yet constant tension necessary in order for us to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off again after we've fallen off the horse. Life is a fixed state in and of itself despite its ebbs and flows. We persist. Until we die. Perhaps Scorpios have the best of all worlds, above and below. Spooky! Anyways, in summary, Scorpios amaze and terrify me, and if I had to offer wisdom to the non-Scorpios, it is that you can't lie to a Scorpio. Don't try. But they can lie to you. And that is just the way it is. Cheers! Scorpios. Here we are on your wild wavelength for the next month. Sorta kinda happy to be here, I guess. In other news, Tuesday. Let's get to work. Work, 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 work. As the sun shines Saturn. This day has some serious power. Time to turn up and turn out and crank through some of that to-do list. Also, for some, this could be astro weather where you see the culmination of a major project that you've put tremendous effort into. This is a day to feel good about all of the hard work you do. So pat yourself on the back. What is hard work for if not to feel a personal sense of accomplishment and satisfaction? Right? No? Not quite? But sometimes, though. Right? Wednesday. Okay, we're gonna lightning round the middle end of the week because this weekend is what is packing the, the punch worth talking about. <laughs> Today, get your stuff done early. The day starts with the moon opposing Venus, which is feel good, a lunar SSRI, if you will. Makes things a little easier. But the moon does apply to Neptune in the afternoon and evening, so not great for focus or fervor. Friday is a bit bleh. The moon will meet Chiron, eventually asteroid of insecurity, so don't beat yourself up too hard when you catch yourself in self-doubt, self-hatred, self-deprecation, in the privacy of your own mind. Take note and fight back. Listen, bitch-ass brain. You're supposed to be on my team. Cut the shit. Besides, there is enough to deal with this weekend. Saturday. Because it is full moon time. It is the Taurus full moon. It is also a lunar eclipse. So this is the last of this little eclipse season that we're in right now between the solar eclipse two weeks ago and this. A strange time. Regular listeners know the deal. Full moons, full chaos. And an eclipse moon is max chaos. Max chaos. Usually full moons are full energy, but eclipse moons can be unpredictable and energetically erratic. And to be quite honest, this moon looks like drama. <laughs> it's in opposition to Mars and Mercury, so there is tension, there may be arguments, there may be frustrations. The moon itself will be conjunct Jupiter, which is cute. It's fortuitous. It is reading like lucky and unlucky all at once. Like an opportunity over here interferes with having a different experience over there. 
there may be a conflict of circumstance, and not in a catastrophic way, necessarily, but in a way where you wish you could be all places doing all things all at once. Just some, like, Hermione Granger time traveler shit. And people may or may not get pissed off in the process, so tread carefully. Use your words wisely. And let's just dive a little bit deeper so that you know w what area of life you can expect to feel this lunation in most. Virgo, this is a culminating moment having to do with the ninth house. So the events of the weekend could have to do with travel. They might have to do with school. They might have to do with a media project or with an epiphany to do with a personal belief system. So there could be a celebration or a goodbye having to do with travel or school or a media project. There could be tension, you know, or the, the chaos of this moon is something that you are seeing with a classmate or with a travel buddy or a, a friend who lives far away. Because this is the ninth, third house axis, it's not super indicative that this moon will hit you in the most direct fashion, you know, but vaguely these are the themes that it is friends you know from traveling or who live abroad or school assignments, classmates and teachers, anything within this sort of ninth house realm. But could be a fun weekend out of town, could be a relaxing weekend where you're free of a project that has sort of been at the epicenter of life and living. Also, mental funk, despite good things happening, is a little bit the vibe of the moon. Nothing too crazy. It's insane. I don't know. Sunday. And then today, a head full of bees. Oh, no, not the bees! Oh, yes, Nicolas Cage. The bees. As Mercury conjuncts Mars, our brains may be a buzz. And this swarm of bees might be easy to anger. For some of us, they may be hornets. They may not be bees. <laughs> they may be an angry swarm. But what I'm trying to say, outside of this bee metaphor, agitation comes easy today. There is a busy mind that needs to be put to good use, lest it spiral out of control. Busy, busy mind today. Hey, do you want to feel so energetic? So be proactive if you can. Not the bees! Ah! All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Mwah.